riddly diddly hiddly middly it's hotline league episode 68 oh my gosh it's been a week i've missed all of you actually i guess it's been two weeks uh because i got i went to south by southwest and i got sick whatever anyway we're back so if you if you've been going through withdrawals understand i'm right there with you uh and it's hotline league episode 68 just a big shout out quick shout out their logos right there uh alienware sponsoring this uh unfortunately I, I was missing this show last week on Monday because I was coming back from South by Southwest where I also did Alienware stuff. So either way, Alienware all over the place. Appreciate their support of the show. Uh, let's get into things without any further ado. Mark Z, how are you doing? How's my constant co-host doing tonight? Uh, it's doing good. It's doing I good? Put out, or are you it's doing, doing good? good? It's doing good. Who cares? Okay. Okay. Yeah. We put out another episode of the... Our uh, D&D show that we do for Offline TV, that just came out today. It's a fun episode. They kill wolves. Uh, they jam them into a chimney. It's a lot of shenanigans, and it's a lot of fun. So you should, guys should all watch that. Great. Is this? I feel like Hotline League is slowly just showing, turning into a promotional tool for your Offline TV D&D show. Because I feel like that's all we, we start the show and end the show by talking about it every week. Well, we also this week should probably on Wednesday, have the next uh, detention video coming out as well. Oh, good. Okay, so it's not just the D&D thing. Yeah, I I can shell out a lot of different ways. Okay, great. Glad. Well, I'm happy you're leveraging our massive viewership on the show to get your fledgling D&D show some attention. What was that? That (laughs) That was me. Yeah, I don't care. Let's move on. Okay, that's a little involved. That's why everyone's here. Nisky, Mm -hmm. how are you doing? Good. Had of day. I mean, I had an off day yesterday, so yeah, it's been chill. Did you go to LCS? Because I know Licorice went. Yeah, Wait, you I didn't went... see him? Yeah, I went yesterday. I thought I saw he him. Li- he bo- they both have the signs that were like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got benched. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I like that you spent your off day by going to LCS. That's so sad. I mean, I was supporting the boys. So, yeah, yeah. I, mean, it's not, I mean, it's very wholesome, but I just feel like, you know, you finally get a Sunday off. You could go out. Yeah. The weather was beautiful. You could have gone for a hike. Nah. Let's say you didn't have to support the boys. What would you choose to do with your day off? Um, I was trying to play Sekiro, the game. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I rage quit that one really fast. So. I mean, isn't that not... like a rage quitting game? That's the whole point. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I'm too bad at those games. Have you Have you not played Dark Souls or any of the other games? Uh, no. Those guys. Oh no. my god. That's yeah. why I can't. That's why I can't plug his headset in. Did you, <laughs> did you do stuff today, or did you have you also have scrims? Uh, no, I was off today as well. Okay, so two days up. So what did you do today? Hey, they gotta buy Travis. Oh. They can do whatever yeah, they want. Buy. I that's why. I know. I know. I'm saying it's good. I just, oh. I was worried because pro players like never get a day off. You get two in a row. Uh, what did you end up doing today? Uh, I went to lunch with Zabutin and Jack, and then I've been chilling and playing solo queue. With oh, yeah. Zabutine and Jack? Yeah. Okay. The optic person. <laughs> We're just going to change the subject by looking at this cat. <laughs> you guys are supposed to keep talking. It was just supposed to be uh, extra little. Yeah. He's spazzing out right now. He's Jack's, got, Jack's in the chat saying, these. take it easy there, Travis. I know what you're thinking. You're so lucky, Jack, that there was a cat on screen. Just completely distracted the whole point. Why did you get lunch with Zabutina and Jack? That seems so random. 
<laughs> Why not? I mean, I was going to eat with Zabotin, and then I asked Jack, and he was like, yeah, I'm hungry, so okay, just went. All right, that just, it feels so random really? to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, do you, wait, are you friends with Zab? Yeah. Because you're mean, both I in Europe, I guess? No, I'm friends. Okay. I yeah. mean, yeah, Europe, I guess. Yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the different parts of Europe. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, so for me, because no one ever asked me, I'm just going to say... I was sick a lot last week, so that was rough. It was great to be back at the LCS. I thought week nine was going to be really hype, and it wasn't that bad. But I think this might be... Mark, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like so many games didn't matter this year, this week nine. And usually there are more games that matter. Normally there's tiebreak, like bigger tiebreakers. Like even our tiebreaker didn't matter. Yeah, it was really weird, especially coming after two years or two splits in a row where we had like four-way ties coming in both last summer and last spring i think we had to play like four or five tiebreaker games each each time and then for some reason the only thing we had to tiebreak was a fourth fifth place match which was super boring yeah. and there was a chance that there was a lot of people going for it but uh i think just how saturday went set up sunday to not really matter when yeah. it could have been really close I mean, i'm glad i didn't miss it but it was very funny because i had to turn down this really cool opportunity to go to Nashville for this crazy thing. I won't get into it. And I was like, no, I can't make, miss week nine of the LCS. That's what all the crazy shit happens. And then it was like people subbing in their academy teams and tiebreakers <laughs> well, to be for fair, matches that don't matter. The people who subbed in their academy teams did us a service because there's no way I wanted to watch 100 Thieves or Clutch just lose those games normally. Mm. Yeah. Well, so at least they I guess lost that's them. I, no, I do appreciate I like that they gave it some stakes. So. By the way, uh, I'm going to try to avoid coughing in the mic tonight, but if I do, I apologize. Um, Jack is in the chat right now who's saying he, he wishes there was an LEC playoffs, mm -hmm. uh, like that we had the same playoff style as LEC. Maybe somebody can call in later today or tonight if they want to talk about that, because that might be an interesting discussion. Um, uh, what, what can we talk about, though? I think we can talk about the teams that made it and the teams that didn't. Um, I know last week I wanted to pull up Mark's power rankings video from the beginning of Ooh. the split and kind of review how well he did. I think that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, and sounds then, fun. And then, uh, I don't know, any other major... I mean, we've had two weeks. It feels like there's a lot to talk about. 100 Thieves just... like we. I feel like we've been holding back. 100 Thieves subreddit hates us. I don't have anything to say. They suck. You know what's crazier? C9, or TL going on a three-game loss streak in the playoffs. I know. Well, we could talk about that, too. Yeah, that's way. Let's talk about that. I'm losing to TSM twice. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a decent amount. Niski, anything interesting that I'm forgetting about from the past two weeks? Uh, no, I don't think so. I got it all. How how good is C9 Academy? That's the question. Oh, they're good. How, they're quite you, good, I think. Do you think they could be a playoff team? Um, wait, who's in? I'm not even sure who's in playoffs. Even so, it's uh, Echo Fox. And Golden Guardians are the sixth and fifth place team, so they would need to take one of their spots. Niski doesn't yeah. care about who's in playoffs until after they play next week, and he's like, "Okay, now I know who <laughs> no, I, I mean, face." That, yeah, I think if they if they try hard, they're a really good team. I mean, they beat us in scrims when they're like really tryharding and stuff. Like we usually go even, but yeah. I mean, maybe Here's... that's because they're our academy team. I'm not sure. 
I mean, they seemed pretty good. They slammed in their game. It was actually was it the fastest win of the season, or it was it was it had some some record. I think it's like it was the biggest lead at fifteen something. Yeah, like that. that's what it was. Yeah, they had yeah, yeah they had good. they had a bigger lead than C nine had all year long at the fifteen minute <laughs> mark. So it was like they were they smashed harder by fifteen minutes than C nine main roster had. How does mm -hmm. how does it go against Golden Glue Niski in the mid lane? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, you were talking about how they beat you sometimes in scrims. I'm oh, just curious, they beat how us sometimes. It, what's it's it never like in mid, lane though. against Golden <laughs> Never through mid. Okay, never through mid. Uh, I wish Grayson was in chat. This guy's always in chat flaming our guests or whatever. There's yeah, no there's one this no time one to, to flame him. him. Well, yeah. yeah. I Also, Niski usually flames Demonte, which I found out about. And Demonte got benched this past weekend. <laughs> You're laughing hysterically about it. You can't even like. I, I feel like that's an interesting thing to talk about. What? Well, did you... it... Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say it's it's funny because after they beat Clutch in like the fastest game or whatever, you know, the biggest goalie at 15, Grayson tweets out, "This is for Demonte because <laughs> <laughs> they benched him for midlet." Nice. Uh, hey, Azazel in chat says Grayson Yasuo versus Niski is the most one-sided matchup in the world. Niski, what's it like uh... facing Golden Blues uh, Yasuo? Um. I don't think it's only the Yasuo. I think there's a, there's a jungle there in those games. So. Okay, gotcha. Just gotta, yeah. Okay, right. so now you're throwing Sven under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Just pass the buck as they all throw <laughs> yeah. each other under the bus. Uh, yeah, that's cool. All right. Well. Uh, oh, shit, I had a follow-up question. I forgot what it was. Oh, it's what I, it's what I predict Jack's business model is. He's gonna. He's Remember he was the guy who was originally kind of doing the farm system in Challenger? Yeah, it was him and I David think. Slan. Yeah, a well, man. So I'm sure now, Jack loves being compared to. <laughs> I didn't make that comparison. You did. Yeah. Uh, but what I was gonna say is, now he can do the thing where he f makes a really good academy team and just sells it off to the tenth place team. So hundred thieves roster next split ah. is just Cloud Nine Academy. I like and he's it. just like a, a bulk transaction, and he gets bulk a fat transaction. Paycheck. So he's not gonna. It's not a la carte. No, it's not a la carte. You, okay. you have to buy the whole team. Gotcha. It's a discount then if you had to do it a la carte. But now you just you know. Yeah, now you can just do all at once. Nice. Jeez. All right, whatever. Anyway, yeah, uh, whatever. let's... All right, you got to get off me, bro. Goodbye, cat. Um, with the departure of the cat, that signals it's time for us to take calls. Mark, do you want to explain how the show works? Yeah, so for people who have not seen the show before or are just really bad with memory, uh, the way that this goes is you got to go up and join our Discord. I'm spamming it in Twitch chat right now. Go ahead and type or join there. When you get there, you got to join Pub Calls or Pub Calls 2, the voice channels. You can mute your mic once you're in there. Uh, and then in the Pleb Topics or Subtopics text channels, you'll go ahead and write whatever it is that you want to talk about. Uh, ideally, it's a take. So you think C9 is going to win uh, playoffs since TL's on a slump, whatever it is. Uh, go ahead and post those in there. If we like your topic, we'll pull you into the waiting room voice channel where you'll hang out until it's your turn to come on the show. We'll do a quick mic check, and then you'll be in talking about whatever it was you want to talk about. Very good. And if you are a sub, first off, thank you for being a sub. We're trying. I missed last week, so I dropped a bunch of subs, so I appreciate everyone who does sub. Uh, but that does also give you access to the sub topic chat channel. Moves a little slower in there, and we check it about as often, so it does give you a better chance of getting in, though no guarantees. Uh, people who sub exclusively to try to get on the show, I don't know if that's an award-winning strategy. Anyway, uh, there's that, and I feel like 
that's it for the start of the show. Maybe I'll read some subs while Mark starts to pull people. Uh, but why don't does... you fill? Okay, why don't you do your get 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 your money, earn your money, and fill for me while I get good topics. Hey everyone, I I love money. Please give me money. I I I don't know what <laughs> filling looks like. Uh, for that. Talk to Niski. Ask him a question. What's his favorite? Well, I'm just gonna read subs. Niski, okay. how? What's your favorite beverage? My favorite what? Beverage. This is an easy one. You're sponsored. Oh, Red Bull. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love Red Bull here. You did it. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> how? What is your? Uh, what's like a? Do you ever have pets growing up? What? No. <laughs> no pets. What the... Whatever. Europeans what don't have questions? pets. I don't know, Mark do. just told me to ask random questions. But anyway, I'm going to read some subs. Sure. Uh, Exolvark, thank you. Uh, Echirex, uh, Nail, Crocodile, Benjamin for 13 months in a row, Munzalicious, PC Loves Lomo, Theroxon, Hi, I'm Hui, Maximo, Rebelcom uh, for 14 months, Lindsay Kinsey, I must see Lindsay, Rent a Balloon uh, for six months, and the Thelwin for 15 uh, blank twenty seven ninety ninety seven, nine one seven, Exilvark. I think that's it. Exigen Chan, Billy Pete. We ready, Mark? Uh, yeah, I got a couple. Okay, Mark is off to the races. Grab us some people. Who's your favorite dog, and why is it Cooper? Is that Jack's dog? Oh no, it's is the C nine dog. Oh, C nine has a dog. Yeah. Nice, I don't know. Shocky 2, we're getting a little bit of echo, so hopefully you can maybe turn down your microphone or something, or your head headphones. Shocky 2, where are you calling uh, from? I'm calling from New York City, New York. Oh, well, welcome to the show. I love New York City. I'd love for Elsius to go back there. I'm sad that it hasn't in a while. Yeah, I unfortunately missed the uh, Madison Square Garden uh, appearance that happened because I was away at uh, school. Uh, but... Um, should I just jump into my question? Yeah, yeah, go for it. What do you want to talk about? Um, I just want to talk about, I think Echo Fox has a real good chance against TSM this weekend because they have the players from Clutch Gaming in the past. They have Rush back in form, and overall, they're looking really solid. They beat TL, they beat C9, and I think they went 4-0 and these past two weeks to make playoffs. I, I just think they're on a hot streak. Niski, you're already smiling. Do you think it's do you think it's likely or is this possible? I mean, what's your 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 immediate reaction? Um, I think it's possible, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Okay, At how least. come they they beat you? I mean, I, I wasn't playing that day, so I can't okay. comment on that. Fair enough. I mean, I don't think they're a bad team. Like, I think if they played their champions, they're actually quite good. But for example, Rush Rush Jarvan. Like yeah. he's not gonna get it anymore, for example. So, not sure. Okay, well that, that sums up all of it. All right, sorry. Uh, I guess we're done. Niski says it's not gonna happen. Mark, Mark, is there a chance? I think there's a chance. I just don't think it's very good because the way it feels like Echo Fox has won recently was they would like pick super scaling team comps and then kind of just hang out play de decently well. well they wouldn't just hang out they would make a couple plays and get ahead and like rush has stopped dying like i think he's had a couple deathless games or, like one death games whereas before he subbed himself out he led the league in death so he's like he's been playing a lot more conservative and then yeah they've been playing late game stuff 
and then they don't make any mistakes and they play pretty clean and then they win. But I think TSM's been one of the best early game teams for a while now. So I think so you, that's not So a it could be matchup. the opposite. They could just get crushed because TSM will just beat them early and then they won't ever come online. Yeah, that's my concern. Um, but who knows? Okay. Niski, how good do you think TSM is? Because some people think they're the best team. I mean, it um, seems that way. They look really good. I know Cloud9 seems to be their kryptonite, but... I mean, I did an interview, I think, last week, and I said that TSM were better than TL right now. <clears throat> like, as a team. Yeah. Because I feel like TSM is actually not bad in early game. Like, sometimes they just... They just fail closing games out. Like, even against lower-tier teams, they just... They just been, like, mid and late game. And I'm not sure... And and their champion is kind of weird as well, I think. So, not sure. I think TL is worse than TSM, though. Sure. What? I mean, why do you think? Do you think TL became worse or TSM? Do we have a up, TL topic, or... Mark, or should we wait for that? Uh, I don't know if we have a TL specific topic. So I feel like we're starting to bounce around between Echo Fox and TSM. Yeah, and yeah. TL. I can. Maybe we wait and see what if anybody ends up talking about TL later. But I. I'm really curious to see what happens. It feels like, so to our caller's point, um, Mr. Shocky 2, I think the thing is, for me, I look at Echo Fox and I'm like, yeah, they seem to be looking really good. Like they're closing the gap up to get towards, you know, like the top echelon of these teams. But then TSM looks really good. Like I feel like TSM has just had such a clean second half of the split and they seem to be cutting through everything like it's like a scythe through butter. A good analogy. Anyway, so I feel like that's going to be the problem is maybe Echo Fox is starting to look really good, but I feel like TSM is starting to look even better. Yeah, I would say TSM does look good, but the thing is Broken Blade has mainly played uh, Carrie's top, which like isn't a bad thing technically, but can he match up? If he has to play a tank because they need a front line, can he do it? Because we haven't really seen him on anything. I mean, like... He's played Jax against Team Liquid. I think he played Nico against C9, if I'm right, on the last game that was really close. And, like, the games have been close, but overall, with the game looking towards more of a scaling meta right now and playing the late game more so, because the games are going late despite people saying TSM is a, um early game team to get those advantages, I think Echo Fox can stall at these games. And they'll be able to take them late and on the Jinx, whereas I think we've seen mostly Sven's been on um, Lucian bot, and it's been a lot of bot laners. And if it gets to late game, I just think they're not going to have the front line like they didn't against C9. Because at that end fight, they had basically, like, I think Niski was on a victor, and you just cut through them like butter. And overall, they just look like... I don't know. They just didn't look like they had it there, and I think the same thing's going to happen. They're just not going to have the ability to have a front line because Broken Blade can't play tanks. Uh, well, I'll let Niski chime in first if he wants to. Um, I mean, I, don't, I think Broken Blade not playing tank is kind of bold. I mean, I think he plays tanks, but the meta is not really tanks right now. That's why he plays mostly carries, and also I think he's more comfortable on carries too, but I think if they need a tank, he would for sure play like. Or will, will they even need a tank, or can he just get away with playing carries? You think? I mean, he should be able to get away. I think because he's good in lane on his on the carries he plays. So, also they usually play Sejuani and like 
tanky yeah. junglers. So that's what I was gonna say is I don't think the meta right now demands tanks top. Like we've saw Cho'Gath and Poppy showing up a little bit more, but it's not like those things are like game changing. And so for the most part, you play Sejuani in the jungle. You'll play Skarner or some other like thing that's gonna build Cinder Hulk or something. Their supports always Braum, Alistair, TK. So you have two front lines there. And then they always play to top side. Like he has the highest jungle proximity of anyone, uh, any top laner. So like they give him carries and they support him. So they're, it all lines up in terms of draft and play style. So I don't think that's suddenly going to become a problem in the playoffs. I also feel as though, and correct me if I'm wrong, Niski or Mark, but it does feel as though every player on TSM in their lane has had a better split than all the, I'm trying to think of like anybody on Echo Fox where I'm like, oh yeah, like that matchup definitely goes in Echo Fox's favor. Yep, I would yeah. agree. I don't know where they have individual advantages. Yeah, it's basically roll for roll. It feels like TSM outclasses them. So I think that's also going to be a struggle. Is it's sort of like, well, I I don't know where this ends up happening, and I don't have enough faith in Echo Fox to overcome that with like team play. I, I just feel like it's it's probably pretty unlikely, Shocky. Yeah, I would. I guess maybe I'm a little bit high on them than most people because I just look at them and I look at this hot streak recently and the teams they've beat and maybe I do need to look a little bit more towards the past, but it's hard to get psyched up for these matchups coming into playoffs because we've seen like Golden Guardians flag quest how many times and like <laughs> yes. CSM is like at least they're close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it, it is kind of funny. Uh, the Echo, the Golden Guardians play quest. We can talk about that because I don't think it's going to come up again. But I, it is kind of hilarious how much like even in the tiebreaker, it's just sort of like an appetizer to the fact that then we're going to have to watch them play a best of five later on. It's like good for them. Like Golden Guardians made playoffs for like I think this is the first time they've ever made it. And Fly yeah. Quest, like Turtle looks good, but like when they go up against Liquid, like. It's basically a battle for who gets to go against Liquid and then get knocked out. That's how I feel. I mean, didn't Fly FlyQuest beat uh, Team Liquid very just a week ago? Yeah, Team Liquid uh, lost to FlyQuest, Tia, or, um, Echo Fox, and TSM. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I mean, that FlyQuest game, like, you're not going to see TL playing that same comp again. That was just ridiculous. Mm. Like, I think they had LeBlanc on Jensen and. I think bot lane they took Rakan. I forget. I forget their ABC on double lift. Then top they took. I don't. I can't even remember. But it was just like I remember it being a really bizarre comp. What is going to be a more interesting matchup, Niski and Mark? TSM Echo Fox or assuming it happens, FlyQuest Team Liquid. Hmm. I mean, I think. FlyQuest, Golden Gardens will be closer, but I'd rather watch... Like, I am personally more interested to see how TSM looks because no, I, was I saying, think... I was saying if TL... Because we were talking about a world where FlyQuest faces TL. TL, FlyQuest, if that happens, or Echo Fox, TSM. Oh, I misunderstood. TL, FlyQuest for me, I think. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's really weird. You're comparing a semifinal. <laughs> I know, I know, to I know. I know. Yeah, that's I know like but we were talking about both, and so it was just Chalky was like, I don't know if it's going to be that. And I'm like, well, we got the Echo Fox Center teeth. We're moving on. Chalky, any final things you want to say before we move on to the next caller? Uh, thanks for having me on. Niski, huge fan of C9. Go win. 
Bye. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, on to the next caller. Uh, we'll take a break after the next one, but while we wait, our next caller, Blank27, Gully Pete, Mechalora, who just hit one year, congratulations. Cool for Joe, seven months, Dark King for 14, Nanuko, 111, Danny Grimm, Crypto Carnage, and Jubes. We've got, speaking of Danny Grimm, who just subbed, Danny Grimm is on the show right now. Danny Grimm, thanks for subbing. Wow, what a coincidence. It's There's no <laughs> way Travis picked people based on this. I did, you, picked, you picked the people, Mark. Yeah, just put it on me. Mark's I, the guy who picks. I, the direct deposit, not going to talk about it. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you. Your contribution is supported. Anyway, Danny, you've been on the show before, and I am trying to remember what your deal is. There's like a special thing about it. Like, do you work at Microsoft? Yeah. Oh, yes, you helped me before with some stuff. Okay. What a creep. Welcome back. <laughs> I just, I want to, I'm trying to remember, Mark, you always say I don't remember people and then I remember something about them and then you call me a creep. You can't do anything right in my eyes. Okay. Get over it. Well, you and my father. All right. Let's, uh, Danny, you're calling from Seattle? Yeah. Ar around Seattle. Redmond, okay. Washington. Gotcha. Uh, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Right. This is actually, has been bothering me for a while. <laughs> Um, I'm really kind of mad about how the LCS and NA kind of misuse Academy and just in general, uh, the way they build new talent. Like, so two main problems for me. One is not actually investing enough in building new talent. And the other one is having veterans stick around forever in Academy. Sorry, what was the first one? The first one is not actually investing enough in building new talent. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I can be I can be more specific. No, like, no, it's I, fine. I, I see what you're saying. So it sounds like you're you're claiming like, hey, we, we, we keep putting all these veterans and people that have LCS experience and all those folks in Academy rather than trying to find fresh new talent that haven't been there and then like building them up so that they can enter the rest of the LCS. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's kind of twofold so first off teams don't really kind of make an effort to develop talent even like beyond academy so in other leagues there's like in europe for example you have many 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 leagues so you have many teams and a lot of opportunities for like up-and-coming talent too because you're talking about the regional them. leagues like the german yeah, yeah. versus yeah 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 and in na like there's academy and then the, there's the collegiate scene i'm not sure how well um invested the collegiate scene is at least at, at this point and i feel Anyways, like we've seen multiple people come from the collegiate scene so a few yeah but like i would i would love to see teams like do like amateur tournaments um and maybe investing more in collegiate and just in general i feel like teams kind of take the easy way out and whenever they need talent it's like we have veterans um in academy we'll keep them there just in case and then they also just import even into Academy, which is like weird to me. Why would you, you need Academy to build up talent if you want to import, import to LCS. Well, so like, the Academy thing, the Academy teams also function as a backup plan. So I feel like that's maybe what you're seeing whenever you're seeing folks who pit import players into the Academy scene is because they want to make sure that they've got a backup plan if somebody doesn't work out in their lane. 
Yeah, but why would you have them sit in academy? Like, have them play with the main roster. They don't get stage experience in academy. So I, I'm not sure what, what's, what's the point. Well, you might not have them play if you feel as though you're more likely to win with the other player. Yeah, I mean, I get that. But just the, the, the point is you don't have a good system other than Academy to build talent and, mm. and like use Academy for that purpose. I'm, I'm nothing against veterans that can't fight the team, but you're just in the long term, you're wasting a bunch of money on imports um, that you keep in Academy and don't necessarily use AKA Levi and then or Piglet. Up in, uh, or, this well, year. Piglet is in, in a main roster now. So yeah. Well, let, to talk about the Levi thing, like he was a bit of a disaster in Academy. You wanted to have them directly import him into the LCS and have him be a disaster there potentially. Like it was a it was an opportunity to see how he would adapt to North America and an English speaking team and all those different things. And he clearly didn't adapt correctly. So rather than blow up your entire season on a risky move, you use Academy as a testing grounds. How is that a, a waste? Um, I don't know. I think I think there's there's a bigger thing here to, to say about imports in general because like many imports this specific season, uh, this specific split didn't pan out quite the way people thought they would. But um, I don't know. I just feel like either have some in between league to build talent or. You, it just feels like team teams use veterans, use imports, and then like the only teams that kind of feel like actually make like an effort is TSM and Cloud9. That's that's how it feels to me from what I'm seeing in the scene. And I, I don't know how good TSM's academy team is, but I just feel like those two teams actually although Cloud9 do have Keith, who's been around forever. And Golden Glue, who's been around since oh, season yeah, yeah. You're, four. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. It's still, it still, it feels like th this is like a major difference, especially in the Western scene between like LCS and LEC. So, uh, Mark, what is your take on just like the general idea of there's not enough? We're not using enough native talent, and we're do not doing enough to develop native talent through Academy. Uh, I think. You can say that maybe some people aren't using it correctly or they're not doing a good job, but I don't really think there's... I'd have to go check the Academy rosters really quick, but I don't think there's that many imports in Academy. Well, I think imports was only one part of his thing. It's also right. Well, I'm, and there I'm, are a lot I'm, of veterans in Academy. All right, well, let's take it one step at a time. Are there actually that many <laughs> imports that are in, in Academy? I don't think there are that many. Is there a good are way to pull up the entire Academy... You would have to just go to the Academy League and, and look at each. It's actually not that bad. If, if you Google uh, LCS Academy 2019 Wiki, and then you can see all their rosters at once. I don't think this this split has been that way, but last split definitely was. Or I think it was. Feels like it was. Niski, while we're mm. looking around, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, hey. I know you're, new, you're relatively new to or return to north america so i don't know if you have a strong opinion on the academy system here um i mean he i just think got a day off yesterday because of the academy system, so i guess there's that <laughs> yeah he, he loves it yeah <laughs> i know yeah no nah, no nah. um i mean I, I don't think the teams are doing like okay i agree some teams don't really 
take like the best players or like talent that there is in NA. For example, there's a lot of one tricks which are quite good, I think, in Solgu at least. But I think C9 TSM and I'm, I, I don't remember the third team, but like we're actually trying, I think, to kind of improve the academy team. And also, I feel like the games that are played in academy are actually not that bad. Like, I'm actually watching every game uh, from academy, and some of the players are like LCS level already. You watch every academy uh, game? Not every, but like the good games. Okay. Like whenever C9 TSM plays, or even 100 is not that bad, I think, for example. But yeah, I mean, for example, even in TSM, like their mid and their ball lane is actually quite good, but then you're not gonna swap their ball lane with Sven and Smoothie, for example. So it's only if like a team struggles a lot, then I think you're gonna change players, but if it works, then using academy players is kind of useless, I think. So Danny, a couple of thoughts here. One, you do want to have some veterans mixed in. I don't think you want an academy team that is entirely rookies because if you have a stable, consistent person like Matt, for instance, who is on TL Academy, you know, obviously things didn't work out for him and uh, over the course of several years in LCS, but he's got a lot of experience. He understands the situation. And he's like a constant. Then you can start to add in variables, uh, new players or whatever, sort of see how they fix, they go. And then hopefully the veterans can help out some of the new players. I also do think that the collegiate system is doing a decent job, maybe not as good as Europe's, of bringing up talent and creating good environments. I mean, you've got people like history teacher and like special going out there to coach some of these teams. And you've got uh, scholarships and programs and all that stuff of having these players play against each other. And while we haven't seen maybe recently anybody come out of collegiate, uh, there are some like names that have popped up over time. So I think it's doing okay. Um, I think there's a lot of people in chat, by the way, also saying like, why doesn't Riot broadcast it anymore? I don't have the answer for you because Riot hasn't ever really explained why, but I do feel as though if you look at Riot overall on the, on the esports side, there is a lessening of spending, which I believe is probably part of the reason why the Academy broadcast is not getting thrown out there. Uh, Jack said earlier in chat that he feels as though it needs to be highlighted more. I agree. I think part of the problem is for t for or team owners that Academy does not reliably produce. It might be like a bit of a chicken and the egg problem. I feel like right now team owners might be looking at their Academy with the exception of somebody like Jack and say, Hey, I'm not reliably producing results from these guys. I can't bring them up. I, I don't want to invest like a ton more into the system whenever ultimately when off season hits, it's just going to be better for me to bring over European talent like Niski. on the other hand. And, and also there's just no value from the broadcasts themselves. So maybe there's a world where like the broadcast comes back and it looks really cool. But until then, I think it's like really hard to justify spending a ton of money developing the talent down there and also trying to find the mechanisms by which you talent, you, you, you develop it until it feels like it's able to bring better returns. Well, I also think like, I don't know. I take issue with a lot of what the call is even about uh, as a whole, like there's not that many imports. So just kill that one. And a lot of the veterans, some of them are there potentially for, you know, 
like you're saying that kind of coaching and Jack was saying it helps accelerate rookies because you don't have five new guys on a team each learning how to play and like all their mistakes compound. But also a lot of the, the veterans are people who were young when they were given their first shot and are still young and getting time like Yusui. So we talked about the C9 Academy guys, Golden Glue and Keith are, are veterans, but it feels like Golden Glue is like eventually going to end up on an LCS team and get a shot again. Yasui is someone who has been flirting with the pro scene for a long period of time. Like, he's getting a chance, potentially. Uh, there's some guys like that. And then there's plenty of new guys. Like, 100 Thieves Academy is almost entirely new. Uh, you know, there's so many, like, people who hopefully can be developed. Uh, and, yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. It's been a year and a half of it, but some teams have been using it well. And it's a pretty hard thing to find, like, exactly what you're supposed to be doing with academy because it's not about winning necessarily so i don't know i think it's it's not i if no one's using it perfectly probably no one's using it perfectly but i don't know i i don't i didn't even hear a real suggestion that this is how it's better to be used i think the one thing i would do i i can see how veterans might accelerate an academy team but when I when I think about developing talent, the the immediate thing that comes to mind as a comparison is NBA. So there is like a whole system. You have high school, college, then the actual pro league, and then NBA bringing in talent from Europe and also talent that doesn't make it through draft to the NBA usually actually go to Europe to play because they can't stick around in college or the D league. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Like it would help if there was like a buffer. I don't. I know that the just the sheer amount of talent in NA maybe doesn't justify it, but I'm not. I'm not quite sure about that. I just feel like there should be kind of a space for just young new talent to uh, have like professional coaching, good guidance, and and build them up. That's that's what academy is. Yeah, I just feel like that's academy. Um, yeah, because you're not. There's not that many like good coaches floating around either. Like, where are these like good coaches that are supposed to be leading this young player league? I mean, yeah. yes, but also when I look at Cloud Nine, who have consistently been able to bring up very quality rookies, just it just makes me think. It's not, it's not like Cloud Nine has like a secret formula that nobody else can ever reproduce, and like they're the only one to ever be able to do it right. It's just, I mean, they might I be the the only you, you. There might be a world where they might just have a really great development system, right? Like West Rice works on the coaching side. Maybe he's just really great at developing talent in the same way that Saint Fishes has been known to to be able to do that, and perhaps uh, the system in which they have the players all live together makes that work well and i don't know i mean niski i don't know if you want to hop in here but is there is there some secret sauce to the academy <laughs> side because why is it that cloud nine is able to do this and other orgs aren't um because i'm not sure i think maybe the difference is that we actually live with the academy team but like we see them every day basically i don't but i think 100 teams is like that as well so i'm not sure yeah i mean i don't think teams are doing bad as i said with academy teams Either way, Danny, I think uh, we have to move on to the next call, but is there anything that you want to say at the end here? No, I might be wrong. It's just kind of been bothering me, and I'm 
I was happy to get on No, I, I appreciate these types of calls because I think that it's really important for people to be second-guessing a lot of the, the parts of the system right now and bringing that stuff up. And perhaps there is a discussion to be had about it because certainly right now North America isn't doing the best job of you know developing its native talent. Maybe it needs to be doing a better job of that in Academy. Maybe we need to find other ways to develop it. I don't know, but I do appreciate the call. I was happy to raise the subject. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, while Mark grabs the next person, actually, quick, I'm going to take a quick pause, Mark. Why, Nis Travis? Niski, feel free to uh, grab a drink or something, maybe a Red Bull. Sure. Because maybe while a Red you Bull, yeah. do something with your sponsor, I'm going to do something with our sponsor. Alienware is here on this show. You can see their logo. That's also what's powering this broadcast. I'm looking at a monitor right now. Alienware branded. Uh, Alienware make fantastic stuff. Their Area 51M. I have my own Area 51M on the way. You might have seen it on the LCS podcast. They've been running some commercials for it. Uh, the I believe it's the most powerful notebook. That's that's my quote, not Alienware's. Uh, but that's what I believe it's been, people have been saying about it recently is because it's got uh, desktop components in it, desktop processor, and uh, it's actually upgradable in a way that uh, notebooks generally are not, including the graphics card, all that. They're going to be uh, doing some stuff, hopefully, with me and Mark in St. Louis, which I need to talk to Mark about. Is that your address? Are you doxing yourself? Mark? Mark, you okay over there? All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> good job. Um, so, uh, yeah, anyway, there, hopefully Mark and I are going to be able to do some stuff in St. Louis because of Alienware helping us. Uh, I need to talk to Mark about that, but if you are going to St. Louis, working on some secret stuff with them, hopefully we'll be able to talk about it more soon. Hopefully Mark is not working, doing an episode of the dive. Uh, in St. Louis at the same time as potentially I would want to be doing a live episode of Hotline League. Need to get that sorted uh, because I just realized that he's now part of that show as well as this show. Mark, we need to talk. Either way, the whole point is thank you so much to Alienware. If you uh, want to help me out, you can go check out uh, Dell.com slash Travis. That's T-R-A-V-I-S. And uh, there's a link in Twitch chat I just dropped in there. It's also in the YouTube description. If you're listening to the podcast, of which there's an audio version of the show, go just open up your phone browser right now, dell.com slash Travis. Check out their stuff. It helps me out. Uh, and Niski's in the chat promoting <laughs> cloud9.gg slash store. Great. Anyway, that's the ad. Thank you so much to Alienware for their support. On to the next call. Hotline dive do it. I've heard a rumor, or it's not even a rumor. I've, I have a vibe that the dive producers don't like me so i doubt that we will ever get a hotline league dive crossover although that would be really fun i can say that because mark's not in the channel so he doesn't have to express whether or not it's true either way uh let's see where are we <clears throat> mhub thank you for the five months amtrak trev thank you for the seven captain crouton thank you for the seven flurry thank you for the eight jubes dak jamkin ari waddle elderell craig Yorger. And we got Jaden. Is it? Okay. I remember you corrected me last time and it got really awkward. Is it Favis? Favis. Come on, man. Oh, get the, man. Let's get the hang of it. It's been weeks. Uh, Favis. 
Jaden Favis, welcome back to the show. Remind me again where you're from. I am from Camarillo, California. Camarillo, California. And I think I bungled. It's in, okay, I remember it's in Southern California. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I re- you seem so, like, disappointed in me whenever you join the show. It's so disappointing to me. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just expecting more from you, Travis. What can I say? So many are. What do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Well, look, I just want to talk about why I don't even know if TL is going to make it to finals because they've just been playing so shitty recently. Like, I mean, I've used, they went 0-3 in the last two weeks. They lost to TSM, Fox, and FlyQuest, all teams that they can potentially see in, like, semis. And if you can't even beat Fox and you're going to struggle against Clutch like they did, I don't know how you're going to expect to beat TSM like or, or FlyQuest even. Okay, Niski, you didn't do much talking in the last call because it wasn't your topic. So I'm throwing this to you. What's uh, your What's your take on all this? Is TL gonna make finals? For I think it would depend on who wins and like who they get to pick, mostly. Well, they'll get to pick between Echo Fox, TSM, FlyQuest, and Golden Guardians. They're not gonna pick TSM. And we don't yeah. think Echo Fox is going to make it through. So do you think that there's a chance they could lose to FlyQuest or Golden Guardians in a best of five? Um, I think they might lose to FlyQuest in a best of five. Mm. Yeah. But wow. no, I think they, since they're not going to pick TSM, and I think GG's will probably lose against Fly. So I, I think it depends on how Viper and Pobethel would play. Because Pobethel has been smurfing lately, so... I think if Pop can smurf and Viper can hold his own, I think they have a good chance. But it would mostly depend on the champions they play, I think. That would mean like a... What what percent would you put it at FlyQuest beating TL? Is it 50-50 or is it... I'm not sure how uh, FlyQuest will do in best of fives because... I think Viper is going to be his first best of five. Mm-hmm. Maybe JJ as well, I'm not sure. And I think it's probably going to be like 60-40 for TL. But I do believe that FlyQuest can still win it, in my opinion, if they play good. Because I don't think TL is that strong right now, at least. What would you have put the odds at mid-season? Like if, if oh, the no. season split down them is like 90-10 TL? Yeah, probably. Damn. But like even 100-0, I think. I mean, he, I don't know if TL are bad right now because they're already locked in first and they were just like kind of hinting, but they've, they've been looking really bad lately. You don't believe that they're trying out new stuff, Niski? Uh, no. I don't think so, but I mean, maybe they're out, you know? But I, I think they're just bad. Okay, so what's going on? Why did they get bad? They were People were talking that they might go undefeated and then maybe they were only going to drop the one game to TSM. Like, what's happened? Um... I think other teams are just getting better. I think that's one of them, for sure. And I don't know, I feel like they've been playing the same style and just the same champions over and over again. Like, they're not trying new stuff, in my opinion. Mm. And I think teams are kinda getting whole TL plays and... Yeah, I don't think... I just think that they lack... Well, how do you call it? I'm not sure how you call it, but like... Trying new stuff? I, I don't know. They're not innovative. They just do yeah, whatever. Yeah, kind of. Like, for example, if you watch us, we're playing like, Morgana and then, like, Talia and stuff. But, like, TL is only, like, LeBlanc, Syndra, Oriana, and that's it. You know? So, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. 
how much of you guys playing creative things is the players saying, I want to do this thing? Or is it the coaches saying, like, you should come up with a new pick? What do, uh, what do you like? I mean, usually you either either Reaper sees something OP and then he's, like, telling us to try. Or we go to Reaper and we tell him that we want to play this champion. And then sometimes it's troll, sometimes it works out. But And then if it works out in scrims, then you can just play it on stage. But usually it's the players telling what champions they want to play. Was you, the more you wanted to play Morgana mid? You were like, oh, sign no, me no, up. no, 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 that <laughs> okay, no. That one doesn't sound like a mid laner being like, yeah, put me on board to this game. Actually, I was like, hey, Niski, you know, it's it's not a shame if you have to play Morgana, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Is it like a flex? It's like a flex pick, and you're just like, you sure we can put it bot lane? Are you sure it's better <laughs> mid this game? <laughs> yeah, so, man. Do you think you would be TL right now? Because in the past, they've seemed to have your number. Um, I do believe we should be able to be TL. Not easily, but I mean, in scrims at least, we've been playing really good. But also, they, they're kind of ending in scrims. But I think if we play them again, we'll win for sure. Okay. Yeah. They're ending in scrims. I mean, not ending, but like they're not as good as. Right, right, yeah. Inter it's just it's so they, weird that they, they've yeah. just sort of fallen off here at the very end. Maybe they've been getting lazy. I mean, they've been winning so much yeah well you would hope that like after the loss to FlyQuest that they would have not been as lazy coming this into this week mm -hmm. yeah I'm not sure yeah. I mean I don't know what to, they're doing so I definitely can see what Niski's talking about though in terms of like what what are they creative with like they just randomly picked unbuffed Urgot like it's about <laughs> to get buffed next week why do you need to test that pick that's not like that's not experimenting that's not like learning that's like yeah, I don't know. That just seems lazy. Yeah. So I, I can definitely see what Niski's saying, where they, they didn't, they haven't been creative or pushing themselves to try new champs or something. I don't know. I mean, be, being first kind of sucks, I think, for that. Because you get kind of lazy, I think, at least. Like, if, if I was first and I would smash everyone, I would get so lazy. But maybe that's only my opinion. But I feel like that's kind of what's happening to them. But I think they... They're going to try harder this week for sure. I mean, they've been losing every game. Chat really wants to say Impact is bad, or they want you to no, say it in no, this game. I think Impact is... I think Impact is really, really good, to be honest. I don't think people see what angles he has in games. Or like, Impact has saved so many games for TL. Like, Impact and Core GG are just the two that are just saving them games. Okay, so yeah. you shut Impact down the bad. Impact is bad thing. Yeah, Impact is not bad at all. Jaden, what is the scenario in which you think TL will, won't make it to the finals? I think TL 100% won't make it to finals if they go against TSM or, uh, honestly, Echo Well, Fox. they get to pick. So yeah. they they don't have to pick TSM. I feel like it's unlikely they would pick TSM. I think they can, they're still going to lose to the Echo Fox. Well, they can also not pick Echo Fox. Yeah, I think the only scenario where they make it is if they go against GGS, but I think FlyQuest will beat GGS, so I think TSM, Fox, and Fly all can beat him in the in the best of five, because okay. those are literally the last three teams that they lost to. I mean, I mean, let's, let's be real here. That would make them the fifth best team in North America, right? Uh, honestly, right now, the way they're playing, if they keep playing the way they're playing, they might as well be. I mean, look mm -hmm. at X-Mythia, dude. Dude's been... 
He's been choking. Uh, Double if just getting flat out played. I don't know what's going on here, boys. Yeah. Mark, is this I'm not true? ready to go that far. No. Yeah, I, was gonna, I, was ready. <laughs> I wanted to throw it to you and see if uh, I think they've been struggling. I could see them losing because it feels like people were kind of saying like the rocks, paper, scissors thing of TL02 versus TSM, TSM02 right. versus, you know, yeah. Like, I don't think that that's exactly true, but I think they would have a really hard time versus the other top two teams, other top three teams, whatever. But I think they should still beat FlyQuest. Um, I think over the course of a series, it's like so much grindier and longer that like, I think TL will be fine, but I think I would, I would put that matchup probably 70, 30 for TL in my mind. And because they're in first place and they get to pick whoever comes out of quarterfinals, like they won't have to pick TSM. So I think they'll, they'll still probably make finals, but uh, I'm definitely not confident in TL at all versus TSM or TL uh, C9 right now. You give them a 30% chance of making, of not making oh. finals, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm assuming FlyQuest wins and they yeah. don't pick. I mean, honestly, I feel like C9 just has a mental block in their brain where they can't beat TL for some reason. And hopefully that goes away this time. But, like, they're literally, uh, you know, they, they haven't been able to beat them, like, all split long. They couldn't beat them last summer. It just seems like something broke in their brain. Where they Is there something broken in your brain, Nisky? <laughs> Nisky, what's wrong with your brain, dude? Yeah. But the team, as general, they just can't win against TL. So I mean, I think if C9 goes to finals, TL wins. But uh, I think if they this fight, guy says you're going to lose to the fifth best nah, team in a... North America. Nah, it's more I of mean, a matchup thing. I mean, I, I agree. This... I mean, the first thing we played on stage, or like the first day that we played TL, this split was weird because it was my first game. But the mm -hmm. second game for sure could have played more aggro, but after actually the TL loss made us realize how passive we're playing, even though we're ahead at points. And like how we're not punishing mistakes. But then after the TL uh loss, we started to smash teams, I think. Like more. Like we were start we were like fighting them more and stuff. Like even know, for myself. Like the same thing that happened last summer and then you guys got smashed. And, I mean, um, I was not, I was not there last. Yeah, he will never but take ownership of any time he wasn't on the team. I mean, I'm not, I'm not Jensen, so because yeah, <laughs> Jensen loses, <laughs> Jensen can't beat TSM. Where I think you can, so you got that on. Yeah, don't worry. I mean, we will be TL too. Don't worry. Yeah, there we go. All right, thank you, uh, Jaden, for the call. I will, Favis. Yes. Yeah, Jaden Favis. You can say it. Fine. Okay, I will try to remember correctly next time. Have a good, uh, anything you want to say on the way out? Uh, I just wanted to thank you guys for unbanning me last time. It's been really nice being able to, you know, have some freedom in chat. And, uh, yeah, yeah thanks. We'll just keep up the good behavior. Yeah, I will continue parole. to do so. I'll catch you later. Bye. See ya. All right. On to the next caller. Next caller. Uh, a couple more shout outs. Freak Peach, Shipnate, ABH406. Uh, but Holtz, Kelsey Ramish. Thank you, Kelsey, for the six months. Shout out to Kelsey. If she's still in the chat, she's probably left. Omega Diamond Zinc just hit one year. And Pluto 7443, Bodies by Bert. And Will D1 Thrill sent $5 and sent said just for being yourself. Thanks. People don't normally send cash anymore. It's very appreciated. Mark is coming back, and we've got Thadman on the show. Thadman, where are you calling from? Uh, Arizona. Arizona. Okay, uh, whereabouts in Arizona? 
Um, it's called Mesa. It's close to Phoenix. Oh, cool. Is it? What's the weather like out there? Is it nice right now? Um, it's about getting up to in the 80s, 82. Okay, so it's starting to get hot. Yeah. All right. Good luck. Mark? Huh? We're talking about weather on this show? <laughs> Listen, the main goal of Hotline League is to bait people into becoming more worldly people. You know, we learn about the weather in different regions. We learn about different cultures. People call in from all over the place. Mark, right? You just, you gotta, you gotta let people be people. Badman, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to say that uh, TSM is definitely going to make the semis 100%, but C9 is kind of going to take them like 100%. Wait, sorry. Uh, did you say TSM is going to take make semis 100%? Yes, okay. but C9 is going to take them easy. Okay. So why do you say that? And also, I, I love it whenever somebody calls in there just like, oh, yeah, it just so happens that there's a C9 guest here. Let me talk about how <laughs> sick C9 is. Wait, we had a we had some other callers, Echo Fox caller and stuff. No, 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 I know, but nobody ever calls in and is like, I want to call in to say C9's dog shit. They're gonna lose, and here's all, all the right, reasons I'm, why. I'm Thad reading man. the topics, everybody. You know what Travis wants to talk about. Thadman, what, what, why is C9 gonna beat TSM? Well, let's just start this first off. I am not a C9 fan, but I actually am a TSM fan. But um, I think that right now you wanted to go on the show. Yeah, but I think that right now C9 uh, just kind of wins like everything but mid. But wait, you said they wouldn't flame people, and he's just saying beer. All right, come back in. I appreciate. It. Okay, <laughs> sorry. What they don't they don't win mid. What was that, Thad Man? <laughs> I think they're. It, I think honestly, it's pretty even mid, and everywhere else in the map, they're it's kind of getting destroyed. So okay. What do you think is holding them back in the mid lane from from destroying as much as the other positions? Uh, Bjergsen, what else? What oh, else okay, okay, all right, all right. Uh, so you think? Sorry, so taking a step back, you think C nine is just going to outclass on an individual perspective TSM, and that every role will win, and then they'll go even in the mid lane. Yes, um, I think that Licorice has a higher. Um, more champ pool, I would say. You can play tanks and uh, carries. You just see recently, I've only seen Broken Blade on only carries, so I think that makes a big difference. Mm. Especially in a five-game, you know, format there. I mean, one like one's a one-game format, sure, but not in a five. Well, uh, uh, I mean, Niski, why don't you start us off? <laughs> Agree or disagree? <laughs> um... Um, man, how can I make this not the? I mean, I dis I kind of disagree because I think even though, for example, Bjork, like I I agree, he's like really good in lane and stuff. I feel like if I match against him, usually I help other lanes kind of win their lanes, you know, like I roam more under around the map. I don't really care about CS usually. So you're saying you disagree because even though you might not win the lane, you still mm -hmm. win the lane. Win the game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's your major point of disagreement with this take is it's not about the mid. It's not like you think I mean, that TSM is a bigger threat. You just, it's all. I you. mean, I think the only scary part right now about TSM is Bjergsen anyways. Um, so I feel like if I don't play in his, how do I say, like game, like trying to win lane or like just trying to it's like if you imagine playing against g2 
like Cavs is probably like their best player, right? Like imagine trying to win against Cavs rather than just kind of giving a play and then just snowballing the whole map, you know? But yeah, I mean, maybe it might change with the way the meta is going right now, but I think I'm scared or like I will lose lane to Bjork or anything like that. I just think that the way TSM has been playing is Bjorks and just kind of smurfing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. If TSM were going to beat you guys, how would that happen? How, how, do, you, how do you lose to TSM? Or is it 0%? I don't think it's zero percent because I think it would mostly depend on the I won't say the draft, but like I think the team that gets an advantage in early game should win, and I feel like their early game is not the cleanest right now. But like the, the way they win, as I said, I think Bjork just styling somehow or like playing a cheesy pick or something like that. But I think we're that scared of that, so. I feel like going against TSM, we have a really good chance, in my opinion. So, Mark, mm -hmm. do you agree with this? Is C9 way ahead of TSM? They're going to beat them if that matchup ends up happening? Uh, I think so, but I don't know how close it, how or how not close it is. I feel like C9 is probably the split favorites now after TL is kind of slumped, and you know C9 has been been looking really good. I think the TSM rally is they're 11 and one in the last 12 games, which is really good. I think that their play style is pretty good, and they also like have good drafts to set that up. So like, yes, everyone says Broken Blade only plays carries, but they're still usually getting pretty reasonable drafts around that. So like, even if he is on a carry, it's like a carry that can still frontline, like a Vladimir or something, and can like actually dive back lines and create zoning and stuff like that. So I, I don't think it's this like he plays Jace and that's it. He, like non team fighting champions, like even if he's playing carries, they're still like relatively reasonable team fighting ones. So I think the fact that TL or excuse me, TSM drafts still make a lot of sense is is not a concern for like a top centric playstyle or anything like that. I still think C9's teamwork is is better as a whole, though. Uh, kind of like when this guy was saying about, yeah, maybe he doesn't smash lane and Bjergsen smurfing or whatever, but they also move around the map super well and set each other up. And I also think they are more creative. I think C9, for the past couple splits, has always been the team to try new shit out and make things look good. Um, and so in a best-of-five series, having that, like, wrench is going to be a big big deal if it's forcing bans out of people and stuff like that. So, I mean, I expect everyone's going to be playing Kale. Maybe they have a specific Kale counter or something because Licorice has been trying that. Like, I think they have those kinds of advantages. Mm. Well, it feels like everyone agrees. I, I don't know. I feel like TSM's supposed to be... You think TSM's the favorite against C9? No, not given the past. I just, it's... The TSM like hype narrative around how well they've done in the second half of the split is really good, um, and I, it feels as though the, that matchup should be at least really exciting. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, have I mean, you? I heard about I, the... You guys already oh. said stuff. What am I? Do you want me to fake and I... say that I feel like TSM is going to win? No. Well, okay, if we look back at this whole win streak that everybody's hyped about, I mean, you gotta think, like, who is that one loss against C9? So, 
they're zero two against C nine, so they might be two zero against TL, but they're zero two against C nine. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That you're right. Doesn't work. Yep. I mean, we're all in agreement here. C nine has TSM's number. Badman, anything you want to say on the way out? Um, I think that's it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Have a good one. Easy call. I don't want to. I don't want to say it, but that TSM game versus C nine that they lost was very close, similar to how TL's. Victory over C9 was very close. Wait, why did you I wait till the caller lost. left to say this? It's like, it, would you want want to say it in front of Niski? You're like, oh, I don't want to say. I this, didn't want but... to drag the call. I didn't want to drag the call on. Okay. All right. We'll go get another caller then. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next topic, we should have Mark get in the back in just a second. Raging pianist. Thank you for the nine months. Atari legend. Calendar guy. Five two three. Arid Prius. Connor H314, Rippin' Pepperoni, Smoke Dog, welcome, thanks for the 11 months, Mandalorian 5584, Damodox, Berserker, and Schleppard. He says TSM, 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 The Bower, Killing You Guy, and Laziness. We'll have our next caller here in just a second. How you doing, Niski? Great. It's nice. I said to that Zazel and Demonte are not in the chat flaming you. I feel like they should have had their revenge against you for yeah. how you treated them That's when they were on the show. Yeah, maybe. Diana is on the show. Diana, where are you calling from? I'm actually also calling from Seattle, and you can call me DJ. Okay, DJ. This was not the voice that I was expecting. Nope. Uh, no, you weren't. Okay. Did you know that your handle was Diana? Yes, were yes, you, I did. Were you... Um, because you even had ribbons. Travis, I feel like... <laughs> next to your like name. For people questions. that don't know, because right. they don't see Discord, there was a ribbon, like a bow. Ribbon, Diana, ribbon. You did everything you could to make it seem as though you were I a know, woman. I know my yourself. audience. I know that Mark Zimmerman is the one picking out people right now. So I put What's a hot take in chat. <laughs> I put okay. a hot take in chat. Were and you then... calling from Seattle, you said? Mm-hmm. All right. What's your hot take? Um, uh, it was before I found out that, uh, the last guy was kind of talking to a lot of garbage about, um, team liquid. So I, I do think that X Smith is doing a real, uh, disappointing job, especially in the last few games. I want to, that's what I put in was, a. sorry. So you're, you're, you want to join in on the TL trash talk train. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Okay, okay. So you think TL's problem is X Smithy? I, I, I would think I'm, I'm. I would put my hot take as that's he's the worst player right now. All right, you want to elaborate at all? Well, uh, so I pulled up the statistics of the last few games. Uh, obviously, the the standout is against uh, Echo Fox with a one six one Rex Eye. I mean, just real, really disappointing. Um, or got in the top lane, which is, yeah, really weird. Uh, chat was talking about how impact's bad and stuff. Um, and he, I mean, he absolutely fed the Aatrox in the early game. Uh, Solo ended up going 5-0. and um, Against the Jarvan in the jungle, uh, I mean, Mark, you tell me, does does Jarvan really beat Rek'Sai in the jungle? Because I've always thought that Rek'Sai has, uh, you know, way more... Um... Jarvan should not beat Rek'Sai in the jungle. Nah, see, I didn't think so either. I didn't think so either. So I, I think... You look at the rest of that team, Jensen, Double Lift, Core JJ, Impact. I think that X Mithy might be the worst one, if not Impact, but X Mithy's definitely showing showing a lot of bad stuff right now. Niski, I asked you earlier if it was Impact that was holding TL back, and you said, no, it's not Impact. 
Now we've got a man asserting Xmithy is who's holding back TL. Um, I mean, I think we also forget that in TL wins, Xmithy was kind of smurfing as well. So yeah, but they I haven't don't won anything for a week and a half. Yeah, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's. He's the reason. Okay. It's like as a okay, maybe he's like. I mean, as a jungler, looks really bad when you lose usually because it kind of do shit in the game, you know. Um, and as a laner, you can just farm and just you know save your KDA. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's playing great right now, but I also don't think that he's the reason of why they're losing at all. Rek'Sai st standing was pretty bad, but you're saying that's just like the side effect of being a jungler. I mean, I mean, um, scrims are different from stage, but I mean, I saw a lot of junglers just going one and ten in scrims, or like, okay. you know, just dying a lot because. As a jungler, if if you die, it's kind of your team's fault, I think. But yeah, yeah. Peter we, did we an do. interview with Fastfi, where he said every time you die, you have to get more aggressive, so that by the time <laughs> you get the ten deaths, you get the ten yeah. deaths power, power spike. Maybe that's. And when I was watching uh, Xmithy that game, I was like, oh, he's been taking lessons from Peter recently on how to play. Yeah, Mark. Well, so. I agree with Niski's point that, like, the roles that always look the shittiest when a team is starting to struggle is almost always, like, jungle and uh, support. Outside of, like, a player just literally getting smashed in lane, like, the jungle and the support are often the initiators and the playmakers. So when people look bad, that Rek'Sai game where he went 1-6 or 0-6, whatever it was, that was not, like, a, man, my team... And I are not on the same page. Like Smithy looked like he was individually making a lot of like. He just got dead, caught out but... a million times, right? Yeah. Like he just get caught alone in the top lane and right. And, and... and it wasn't like flanking. Like sometimes people are like, "Oh, he went in and now he's caught out of position or dead." Or like he was flanking, and got caught out. It was like he was farming bot wave near the river when the enemy team just got a bear and they like got out there and killed him or something. So who knows exactly if it was the team call or not? But those are not the exact same ones as like say when Sven Skaren was on. C9 and they were struggling or when he was on TSM and they were struggling like there's plenty of times where an aggressive jungler looks bad or like has bad stats but like eyeball wise it's like well you can kind of see what was supposed to happen that one game I think was just on Smithy mostly but outside that that game like I think it's it's a little hard to put a lot of or most of TL's downturn on him it feels like the whole team problem yeah I mean I feel like looking at those TL games and, you know, as I always say, I'm not an analyst, but it does, it feels like there's just no plan. There's no coordination. Like they don't know what's going on. I, I it does feel like it's more of a team issue rather than like an impact or a Smithy problem. I'm not a team liquid fan, uh, but I, I really do hope they turn themselves around. Um, my, I, I am a C9 fan. Nisky, what's up? Um, <laughs> what's up, bro? Uh, I, but I really hope team liquid turns themselves around because, more than anything, as much as I like C9, as much as I, I, I like Team Liquid, I like Double Lift a lot. I just really hope that TSM doesn't make top three because their entire team is trash. <laughs> their entire team is trash? Entire team. Okay. So do you feel as though Bjergsen is trash? I think Bjergsen is a. <laughs> Watch the chat. Uh, I think Bjergsen is a really good player, but okay. that that's it. He, he carries a lot. You look at that roster, it's a lot of solid players. 
Okay, so then the entire team is in trash. It's just four players. Uh, four. I, I just hate TSM so much, man. I have so much bad history with them. Okay, what what bad did they history. do to you? Yeah, yeah. You say uh, the, do you, I no, ordered do you a shirt. The one it didn't show up. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> do you remember the one season or like two seasons they did uh, the fantasy kind of football, like a uh, fantasy? Oh area? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a disappointing season for TSM. They didn't do awful, but the, I put I put so a lot of. They failed you, and now you're bitter. They, they did that, and then the pickums for the last worlds. I was like, TSM will do all right, and then they didn't do all right. They didn't so you were it. a TSM fan. I I I consisted on them even getting into worlds, and mm. I, I I was like, well, so so, and I I kind of looked into them more. I was ready to put my eggs into those baskets. They couldn't even get into worlds. Okay. Was Bjergsen not on that team? So last year, so you were a TSM fan up until the end of 2018. I don't like I don't like to use the word fan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Niski, I meant to ask this question as a follow up uh, mm -hmm. before about Bjergsen uh, and yourself and maybe some other mid laners. We have to vote on the on the like all team stuff. Who would you vote for if you had to vote for all team mid laners, like first, second, third? I mean, I kind of put myself in there. So yeah, let's say you can't put yourself in there, even though you 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 probably would be. Um, I think I'd put Björk first, for sure, because even though Jensen might be better in lane, but, like, that's even a maybe, mm -hmm. doesn't happen when he plays against, uh, against, uh, Björk, but I just like Björkson as a player, like, his side laning or, like, his wave management or just how he plays around the map is quite good and doesn't take any risks at all. Which is really good, I think, compared to Jensen, where he makes stupid mistakes sometimes. <clears throat> Jack wants to know if you uh, put Pope in there. Oh, oh yeah, actually, I forgot. Ah, uh, I mean, I think one is Bjergsen for sure, and then two is either Jensen or Pope. Yeah. Um. What about Crown? Ah. Uh, nah. No, no Crown. Uh, Crown is good, but he's not top two. Okay. But I, um, and I think I put. Pop second right now and Jensen third, in my opinion, because Pop has been smurfing lately. So, damn, yeah. leaves leaves TL, and then is in Niski's top three. For I mean, he's been looking great. Yeah, and he's also really good. I think as a player at least. Yeah. Hey DJ or Diane or whatever your fucking name is. What uh, what is anything you want to say on the way out? Uh, on the way out, I want to say that 100 Thieves has been absolute garbage this season. However, I'm an actual huge Afro Moo fan. Just Afro Moo. I'm a support main. He's been he's been a lot of inspiration for me. So if that entire team just like gets disbanded, I really hope Afro Moo moves to like a really prominent team like C9 or uh, or Team Liquid or Echo Fox. Or something. <laughs> Nisky disagrees with your C9 take, but uh, <laughs> thank you, DJ, for the call. Thank you. Yeah, have a good one. Only two more calls to go. We might have to fill. We've been going through some quick calls. So we're going to have to fill for a little bit. Let's see. We got Shiny Froki, Poge, and Jadorko. Jadarko for the uh, for the subs. Thank you, everyone, for continuing to sub. Very much appreciated. Wait, Niski, what did you do today? I, th I think we talked about this at the beginning. I forgot. Yeah. I went to eat today. Okay. Where'd you go? 
carving board. Oh yeah, carving board that is so good, and I know so C- good. C9 loves carving board. Yeah, carving that board place too. is so good. You guys go there all the time. Strive is here. Strive, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Fort Myers, Florida. Third time on the show. Yeah, I was gonna say I've, I recognize your name, and then you said Fort Myers, and I remembered. Uh, where? What do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Putting Fort Myers on the map. Um, you you are with coming into the show. <laughs> I appreciate that you think the show has enough uh, emphasis to fit. Put it on the map, pull. dude. Yeah. It's a great show. Uh, I am calling because Zix is going to win Coach of the Split. Zix is going to win Coach of the Split. Okay. Reaper looks like he just, or sorry, Niski just looks like he bit into a lemon whenever you said that. <laughs> why is why is Zix going to win Coach of the Split? Zix is going to win Coach of the Split because TSM looked a little shaky in the beginning and then on the back half went 10-1 and or 11-1 and and finished out the season very strong. They're going to continue to finish the season very strong. And uh, might be a couple rough games against Echo Fox because Echo Fox has been looking strong, but uh, strong games against Echo Fox, strong games against Cloud9, and then whoever wins the Team Liquid match, it's going to be a... Uh, Tough final as well, but TSM's going to take it. Doesn't playing devil's advocate them having a rough start? You give them credit for them having a rough start and then getting better, instead of giving as far them discredit for Zix starting being, slow. As far as Zix being coach of the split, yeah. I mean, think about it. how hard it was it for Reaper to take a world's semifinalist team and get them to second place in NA. Think Does about that, that mean that coaches who do really well one week. split are inherently disadvantaged the next because their team looks so good? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you, you go. I was trolling. I was just going to say, I, I don't think it makes them inherently worse or better. Uh, just that Zix, coming into this organization after Song, who, you know, looked a little shaky on TSM last year, but before that, no one could have known that he was going to uh, not perform as Zix has so far, and he's turned this team around. I really enjoy watching uh, TSM play. I like watching the team atmosphere on the uh, Legends, and uh, big TSM fan, they're, they're going to they're gonna take it all, and Zix going to be coach of the split. Okay. They're beating Cloud9? They're beating Cloud9. It's going to be a tough series, but of course they're going to beat Cloud9. Okay. Before we get into them being Cloud9... I think it was interesting. Zazel in chat was saying that working <laughs> with Niski is very difficult. This is interesting because this is a chance to give credit to Reaper that they are able to win in spite of you. Is yeah, that true? Niski, I haven't cast my vote yet for Coach of the Split. Uh, How bad it, are you? Yeah, is it true? <laughs> is it should this is your chance to to help Reaper? Uh, is it really rough working with you? <laughs> no, what the hell? No. <laughs> it, why I mean, is, it, is it easy? Um, not easy, but it's not hard. <laughs> okay. So you're saying Reaper doesn't deserve coach of the slip because you're no, so I'm not, good. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. I think the, it's not even me in thing. I think coaching licorice is the hardest in my oh, opinion. Oh, again, this is a Cloud9 buck pass that I've <laughs> noticed so earlier. Diesel flings I, something at Niski and Niski flings it to another person. I'd give credit to Reaper for coaching licorice for almost a year now. So, yeah. You know, also, to be I think, fair... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was, you go. Okay. Uh, also, I think the, I don't know his name, but Flyquist coach, I think oh, has been doing a good job because he doesn't have like any star or like even not like top tier players and they've been doing pretty good in my opinion. Mm. So yeah. I was going to say the, uh, 
Yeah, Invert's really cool. I like his story, too. We're talking about the collegiate scene. He came through the collegiate scene, up through Academy, and now coaching them. So I, I have a bit of a man crush for Invert. But what about Cop? Cop's there, too. Oh, what the Cop hell? Poor Cop. What? Yeah, she's not the head coach. You always give the credit to the head coach, but you're really talking about the whole staff, right? Or secondary coaches. I, yeah, yeah, I'll vote for Cop instead of Invert. I'm saying, you oh. know... <laughs> They they have Reaper has Rapid Star right yeah didn't didn't Rapid Star help uh, with the whole benching thing wasn't that part of his idea he was saying like the team environment won't win and we gave Boys, all the credit can to I Reaper. Just say what's, what's going on with Zix? We... <laughs> <laughs> We're getting back to Zix. We're taking a roundabout. Well, so, okay, back to so Zix. this is no, this is a really good question. Is it better to look at a like a Golden Guardians or a Flight Quest and say wow? Look at, or even I guess in in Strive's case, like uh, TSM, say look at what the they have a, this coach has accomplished with this lineup, or is it better to look at like a C nine and say, oh, you know, this guy continues to just be really good at his job. I think it, for me, it's it's hard, but I think it has to do with like expectations necessarily about like how people thought they're going to be and if they're better or worse as well as uh i actually do think improvement is pretty important when judging a coach of the split it's hard to say how much of that is directly because of the coach but like that's the coach's job is to make sure the team gets better over time and so with a team like fly uh tsm yeah they didn't start super hot um but i think they have looked massively better over time and that's like you're, you're gonna put I some mean, of that towards the coach you can you can look at that roster and Acadian did not have a great LCS career, and then he ends up on TSM and P, and suddenly he seems a lot You're better. A lot. Is that Zix? Yeah, I'm I'm sure it's partly Zix, but it's, it's the same thing with C9, right? Like C9 was a little slow. People still thought they were the second best team, but they were like two and two, I think, at the end of week mm -hmm. two, and they've they've gone on a pretty big win streak. So like you would give them more credit, both TSM and C9 coaching staffs than Team Liquids which many people say is the most dominant team. They should finish number one. And they did, but they did it with a losing streak at the end. And now so there's a lot I of uncertainty. a coach that wants to win coach of the split, I should not put as much <laughs> effort in in the first two weeks, let the team drop a couple games. It's not a matter of really effort. step it up and be like, look. Right there with the team as well. You're, you're, a long time, you're alongside the team building synergy with them as the coach as well. I mean, it's his first split there as well. And this, no, no, this I'm team. just saying... Like the, the if you if improvement is part of it, you it does feel as though there's an advantage to being a coach whose team sucks the first couple of, of weeks and then picks it up after. I mean, if, okay. if TL okay. was I see what you're saying. actually, yeah, Bebop yeah, Bebop nineteen eighty eight says Enero took a zero four team to playoffs. It's never occurred That's very true too. in the yeah, history true. of LCS. Absolutely, it's it's worth talking about. At the same time, with the TL point and finishing strong, it's not about like tanking early. It's not going. 0-3 to end the split. Like if TL finished 17 and 1 or 18 and 2 with another random loss thrown in there, I think it's a lot closer of debate as if if Kane deserves it. But it's not that close because of how it ended. I know I don't know if Travis has the I know uh Mark you probably have a vote, but as far as like recency bias goes, we always talk about recency bias when it comes into these coach of the split, player of the split, MVP or I mean, whatever. That's how Africa got MVP last split or last Well, year. right. I I, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, winning, winning the regular season. That recency season, bias such, with such TL taking those last three games. I mean, I'm just saying, like, with TL losing those last three games, do you think it helps the Zix at all? 
Yeah, because for sure. Of that recency bias. Yeah. It's I, but I don't consider that recency bias. No. It's like okay. no, because your your team is spending the entire split to improve and get better. If you t tank at the end when you've had time to improve, that matters more than tanking at the beginning. And so, like, you can call that recency bias, but it's also this is the most important part of the season. This is when your team should be doing the best, and right. your team is struggling with draft and identity and play. Like, yeah, of course, that's it. Looks worse to have that after playing for eight months or eight weeks than, and even before that, if you count the, the preseason versus the team that improves. I mean, it does feel like Kane is pretty much out of contention for coach of the split. In my mind, at least, which is ironic given how, that their team is finished first. I I mean, I don't want to say that either. I think they're all great coaches. I'm just, I mean, I think he is too. It's just like I'm not really thinking about... Z Zix is like the... Uh, who's it? Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, always misses the award or whatever. Like, you just... Yeah. I, I, uh, I just think that this... If, if any year is going to be his year, it's going to be this year. And that's maybe a little bit of sentimental thinking. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Zix... Big, yeah. big time deserves it this year. Mark, is Sorry. there? I think it's a, go ahead. I was gonna say I think it's a tough year for coach of the split because it's usually it's kind of like a well this team finished number one there you go. Um, I think it's a tough year because TSM rallied really hard. FlyQuest and Golden Guardians in a lot of ways exceeded expectations. C9 still super good. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna no. say like really quick because I know you're trying to move on, but like the his drafts have been insanely good recently, and like just being able to switch between assassins on Broken Blade and uh, Bjergsen, you know, not really knowing which one is gonna come out with the assassin, is it, such a strong point for TSM as well as Rise and other champions. But I'll leave it at that because I know we gotta go. Yeah, I think it's close. I think like I, I was saying earlier in the show too. I think their drafts been really good, but. So FC9s. Hey, one last yep. question though, uh, Mark. Is is Kane in contention in your mind for it? No. For the I reasons you Jack, listed. Mostly, yeah. I saw Jack was in chat saying like it's hard to keep the momentum that TL had from the beginning of the split. And like that's true, but it's kind of the burden that you get on your shoulders when you are the coach of the clear cut number one favorite team that's supposed to have the most dominant roster and like you know, everyone is putting those expectations on you. Maybe that's not exactly fair, but that's, I mean, the that's, that's the reality. Yeah, it's what it is. Strive, any final thoughts before we say goodbye? Yeah, I was going to say thank you, Mark. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Alienware. Niski, keep doing your thing. I don't know what it Thanks. is. I just don't like Jensen for some reason. So <laughs> you being on C9 makes me like them even more. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. All right. Two more calls to go. Oh, random thing that someone in chat mentioned. You see that that tweet Doublelift had of uh, someone punching one of the a coaches wall? punching a wall? Yeah. yeah. Did we find out if that was real or not? He tweeted later know. said just a joke, but I feel like that's what happens whenever somebody hits you up and is like, hey, you know you shouldn't have fucking you tweeted that. You should delete that. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's no way Doublelift tweets that if it, if it didn't it, happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I think, oh, 100% I think he would do that. You think Peter, he would tweet just a joke if it wasn't actually someone punching a wall? Yes, because <laughs> Peter loves the social media engagement, and he knows that that's that would get it to, to him. I 100% could see him doing that. I could also 100% see him doing it without thinking that's a bad idea to tweet it. So that's why it's a 50-50 in my book. Okay. 
Nisky, do you ever think that your coaches need to show more enthusiasm and they need to like punch a wall to fire you up? No. Oh, okay. He's like, they, they already punch the wall all the time. <laughs> yeah. The drywall is crumbling to pieces in the training room. Do you feel like, he, are you are you the kind of guy who would respond well to like one of those pump up speeches from like sports movies, you know, where it's like halftime, the coach just starts like screaming and yelling? Is that going to Probably, yeah. Are you, you would work? Okay. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Get get Reaper to uh, practice his halftime speech then. Safon <laughs> in, in Twitch chat says the Riot Games logo with it edited in was amazing. I don't know if you guys saw that in the Twitter replies, but somebody took yeah. the picture of the punch drywall and stuck it in as the Riot Fist. That was yeah. really good. Really good. All right. Off to our next caller. Nisky, where's your, what's your favorite restaurant in L.A.? Um... They didn't go too many, to be honest. I think Carving Board is one of them. And oh, and the, I love that the casual sandwich place. place is one of your favorite restaurants. No, no, the, the ramen place next to it is insane too. Really? You don't go to like Sawtell? You go to that place? I never see no, anyone in there. Because I went to Sawtell, and yeah. then the broth, like of the soup, is made with pork. And since I don't eat pork, oh, I couldn't eat ramen there. Like at all of them? I mean, I, I went to like two of them, and okay. two of them had it. That's crazy. I mean, chashu is very common, yeah. Well, he yeah, he was saying, oh, whatever. Knox Paragon, where are you calling from? Knox Paragon. <laughs> I see you lit yep. up. Good job, Mark. Well, it was working a second ago. What the fuck? Knox. Oh, wait. I hear a voice, Knox. Is that you? Can you hear me? Yes. Sorry, I don't know what happened, but welcome to the show. Where are you calling from? St. Louis. St. Louis, hey, are you going? Do you have tickets? I do not. <laughs> you don't have I'll tickets to go to finals. What what happened? I'll be out of town then. Oh, you're going to be out of town. Okay. Well, I'm sure that's a bit of a bummer for you. To announce that uh, me and a few buddies were kind of ticked, but then yeah. it was also only going to be one day, so we were more okay with it. Mm. But that's more Riot's fault. Yeah. But anyway. Well, are you going to be in town Friday before, like the day before? Yeah, we leave that night, so if there's anything happening during the day, it's actually like 10, no. 15 minutes away from us. We're, there's a chance we might do Hotline League that night, but I... No, it would be at the night. airport. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, anyway, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? So, uh, Jack brought it up earlier, and I kind of looked way more into it, because the last time I heard of the LEC News playoffs uh, was just like an article that uh, Riot posted. So I looked it up, and there's actually a video on it that explains it. It's hype. Like, it is way better. It kind of combines what we have now with uh, other leagues do with uh, besides league, yeah. where they have kind of the winners-losers bracket. But from what it looks like, there is no, like, penalty. Like, Are you, are you, you rush, pr uh, pressing something against the microphone? Sorry, I keep... It sounds like there's, like, paper moving around or something. Uh, It could just be the mic. It's kind okay. of crappy. Okay. Is that better? Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, a little bit better. You were saying uh, you just prefer the LEC playoff format? Yeah, so if people don't really know, and I'm going to try my best to describe this, uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, of course. But So they take teams three through six, and they pair them off. Pretty much team three gets to choose who, we, who they play. So let's say in this case, we'll just do uh, how the video was, which was three, five, and then teams four and six play. Yeah. We'll say are teams three and six. So those two will play, and then teams one and two will play. 
So then so, team, let's say team. Oh, go ahead. So you're saying the first round, team three picks somebody, and team one picks somebody, or so team one no. plays team two, and that's what happens. Yeah. So in our case, t- um, team one. So the second day uh, would be, or the second r- uh, round would be versus C nine automatically. TL versus C nine. You're saying happen automatically and then let's say because we're just going based off seating um travis i sent you the just, you should just pull it up on screen i sent you a link to their playoff bracket it's it's pretty easy to understand okay just look look at the yeah, thing. yeah I'll, I'll put it up on screen yeah okay so uh here maybe i'll just put it on screen and then mark if there's an easy way for you to explain it really quickly because you might be more familiar with it I yeah, it's it's pretty simple. It's basically the teams that get a buy for, uh, you know, us the one the two seeds that normally get buys. They play in a separate, basically winners bracket, whereas the three through six team have a losers bracket. Uh, so that means if the quarterfinal teams lose, they're out, and then the winners of the quarterfinals play again, and then they play the winners from the one and two, and then they play in a grand final. Okay, so it's is it is the intent to make sure that the first the best two teams play in the grand finals? That's what it yes. looks like. Okay. And also, too, so say, you know, your winner from bracket, and then the loser from team one and two, those two teams play on Saturday, and then the very next day you get your actual finals, and they're all best of fives. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So, but... Yeah. This assumes that the first and so second not... team are to finish in the in the rankings at the end of the split are not necessarily the best. Correct. Which I think, um, honestly, like not so much this split, but I know in some previous splits where it up, but at the same time, so much more, especially with the double elimination. Yeah, you're I kind mean, of breaking it... up a little bit, but... In, in general, it's. I think this is a little bit better because teams like, you know, Echo Fox versus, um, uh, Clutch Gaming that happened in spring last year and Hundred Thieves versus TL. It would have given Echo Fox a chance to play Clutch Gaming first and then potentially play Hundred Thieves type thing. Yeah. Or no, they would still play TL because TL would be coming from the losers bracket in that one because TL didn't get a buy. The buy team was so. I mean, it it still has its problems if the top two teams don't finish in the top two. Uh, but I still think it makes a better uh, finals, which is what you're always looking for. Yeah, and also too, like, are they really then the top teams? Like, even if this is kind of like my bias, but are you really a top team if you don't finish one or two in playoffs? Like regular season school and all, but does it really matter in the end? Like. Everyone's gunning for the championship. I mean, the other thing, though, well, I the mean, downside is it makes your your. Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. I was gonna say that's not really. I think the argument's weird because I don't feel like the current playoff system doesn't give you the best team and that wins because the best team still needs to win two best of fives, usually against good teams. What this does is make sure that the second place team in the finals is actually the second. It gives place you a better team. grand finals yeah. theoretically. It gives it's it gives you better grand finals. That's all it does. It's it's not like too like the second place team also does have like another shot to get in so it's still they're not just completely if they end up losing to the first place team maybe they realize oh hey we're playing like absolute crap 
we tried a completely new style that hey, let's go back to what we were doing and see if then we have a better shot. Mark, isn't there a chance that this format makes the regular season even more meaningless? No, it's the opposite. It makes it way more meaningful. Finishing first, second in a format like this is super important. Okay. Because if you think about it, T, if you finish first, you win one game, you're automatically in the or one series, you're automatically uh, in the finals. I mean, that's true right that's now. Okay. But that's true right now, though. But yeah, you get to but, lose a series as well. Okay, right now, so it gives you, you a series, second chance. Right. Exactly. If you get first or second in the regular season, you get one extra loss. Gotcha. Which is huge. So it favors yeah, like the you, teams that it gives an advantage to the teams that get top two. Right. And yeah. if a team's going to make a rally through three through six, they actually need to be really good and go on like because a super cloud nine hot always makes it to like second. Jack really likes this idea. <laughs> What do you I don't know why it? Jack likes this idea, but yeah, what do you think, Misky? Um, I think it's a better system than what we have in NA right now, for sure. I think it makes it more hype as well, because then you can have the, how do I say, like if the sixth place team starts winning everything, makes it insane, right? And not sure. And then finishing first and secondary, or like first or second, you, you can like... I won't say like try stuff in a best of five, but like experience. For example, for us, it would be really great if we like can lose one best of five and then still uh, go to the finals by winning the next best of five, just so that I get I get like some ex experience, I guess. But yeah, it definitely does feel bad because if we lose like in uh, in semis, then we're already out immediately. But like in in EU, if you lose while being first or second place, you still have a chance, which is in my opinion, also, the biggest. So uh, it plus. gives your Saturday, if you do a two week or two day weekend playoffs, it gives your Saturday meaning. Or you actually yeah. have a Saturday. Yes. Because you, if you have two days, then it's hype because whoever wins that on the Saturday gets to go to the. Oh, it gets okay. The yeah, the, the part. The part that you worry about if you're talking about from an entertainment perspective is if you have a really dominant number one team. So one and two play each other early. One slams two. Two wins again. And then they play again the finals where one once again smashes yeah. two. So that's that's the downside to a system like this is if you have a clear-cut number one team, it's very fucking boring. Um, but, the I mean, that's one also... thing I couldn't find, though, is how... Just me not fully understanding how LEC works, but I, I'm assuming championship points are the same. So, no, they have how... a different thing with how they okay. qualify. Uh, that's what Jack was talking about in chat a little bit. He likes how there's not really a point system, I believe. Um, so, when you go into the summer season, it's just the top three teams that make it, I believe. Okay. Oh, so, so you no, don't have like, a gauntlet. Carry over. Yeah, they don't have a That's the other reason free. Jack likes this idea. <laughs> I figured it out. Oh, that would be why yeah. Jack would hate it. They always want the gauntlet. <laughs> well, I know, but he's so stressed he has to buy the tickets well, and everything, I'm, too. I'm not convinced I'm right necessarily about this. Oh, no, they said they do have... People in chat are saying they do have a gauntlet. Right, they have a gauntlet. They don't have an auto-seated... Auto-qualify on points, I guess. That's what they got away okay. with. So it's kind of like what 100 Thieves did last year? Where even right, though so, 
so summer champion still advances, but then everyone else is seated and has to play to get in. I think. Yeah. And that's honestly the better way because did anyone really like Hundred Thieves going last year? Yeah, I, I'm not. I, we should not speculate too much on this because I'm not sure I know what the fuck I'm talking about for their their world's qualification. You heard it here, guys. There's no <laughs> gauntlet. Mark Zimmerman, the EU playoffs expert, knows everything there is to know about LEC. I love LEC. Yeah. Though on this, it's more kind of a question for you, you well, two. I, um, I'm down for this. Uh, why do you think though the LEC is trying this new? NA has kind of been stuck with, besides the gauntlet, you kind of have the same old, same old. Because LEC, are you asking why LEC is doing this? Well, like, they're trying something new, and it's, I feel like it's been a while since, like, NA has tried really something yeah, new. Yeah, it's because LCS is stagnant, and they're afraid to try new things, and it drives me up a fucking wall. And LEC is oh. actually doing really innovative shit this year. And this is nice. So, you know, Travis hates NA. I get it. I, I get don't it. hate NA. I hate the the... Lack of innovation that I've seen from the LCS for a while. And that that's my frustration. And I see stuff like this coming out of LEC, and I see a lot of the stuff that they're doing, and I just get really excited about it, whereas I feel like LCS figured out a formula a couple of years ago, and they're just... Like, they just put everything into the formula and spit it out. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, also, yeah. LS, also LEC, I remember having, like, a... We had, like, a meeting last year, I think was in in EU and then they were like asking opinions and stuff and one year later they actually changed everything the way we wanted so which is really good I think from Riot yeah is that like Riot's doing or is that kind of over yeah that was, no, that was Riot, Riot. Uh, like I don't mean to toot my own horn but I drew up uh, this playoff bracket some time ago as well and I think there are some Europeans in the room, so I think this is my bracket. Okay, I got you. <laughs> oh, yeah. You came up with this. <laughs> you came up with this. I heard. I thought uh, there was a rumor I heard a while back. I don't know who told me it that Jet had also like come up with some cool idea. And then there was there was like a week or I shouldn't say week. It was like a uh, a couple weeks in a row where Jet Jet and I were both just spitballing how do we improve playoffs, and especially we did something like this for the gauntlet because we didn't want the auto seed um so i think this was actually our gauntlet not our playoff thing that we that yeah. we came up with so the first and second in points took up the one in the two spot uh everybody's spamming hashtag call jack jack has already said he wants to be able to type not call uh and the show is almost done but in the future i'd love to have i have been trying to arrange true story like a two to three owner panel to have on the show because I think that would be really fun if it was like Mark and me and um, like Jack and Steve and one of the other maybe newer owners I think that would be really fun so hopefully we can do that in the future oh newer sorry what's that Knox uh, you, you were trying to think of another owner so I said Reggie you know well. just get the old old guard in there well i let's say ideas i try to mix it up by having like seb or hunter or somebody from one of the newer organizations on there or nature i don't know either way Knox, uh any final thoughts uh no thanks for having me uh Nisky, good luck uh next week thank you all right one last call to close out the show getting them on in a second 
Jack, great questions, caller. He's hosting, <laughs> he's hosting by, by a text right now. Uh, trying to make sure there's nobody I need to give a shout-out to. Oh, uh, Abdul from Art Class, thank you for the six months in a row. The Jumbles, thank you for the six months. And Kylo Zen, thank you for the seven. We got our last caller of the show, Labuda Mike, who's been on the show before, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay. Remind me where you're calling from. I'm calling from Illinois. I'm calling from Illinois. Okay. These last two calls. Uh, sorry, they paused really quickly. Uh, whereabouts in Illinois? Um, near the I, uh, ISU area, so like a couple hours away from Chicago. Gotcha. Cool. Well, what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Actually, for Niski, and it was um, about playing in NA versus EU, and specifically like the uh, the mid lane talent differences, and like has it been like easier or harder and like have you had to like adapt to anything specific um i'd say playing in na is definitely easier than in eu because na mid laners competition play, yeah i mean and if mid laners play way more safer and do not really take risks compared to eu ones and i mean also it's not really what do i say it's kind of different as well because my team right now is like so much better than what I had in EU back then. But yeah, definitely in NA it's mostly around team, like team fighting, and then not really smashing lane like EU does. But yeah, I mean I think playing in NA is more safe, I guess, because everyone plays the style except, for example, I think Jensen and. Bjerg are the only two that actually play aggro and like abuse mistakes you make and stuff, but every other mid is kinda you can take whatever matchup you want, you're gonna go even and then you're just gonna team fight. I, I was just really hoping to hear you flame on A to be honest. <laughs> I mean he kinda I mean, I did. consider that, yeah. Is he not? No he did, but I mean because realistically, behind if you look at our top three mids, they're all EU. That's, uh, and Crown's pretty good too. Well, put I mean, Pole if... Belter up there. Right, and, and yeah, of course, Pole Belter, but like all of our good players come from, you know, not here pretty much. And then mid lane specifically, you know, there's the EU mid. EU mids. EU mids, man. I don't know, they're well, too good. We also don't have any any mids other than Pole Belter in the LCS. We had Demonte. 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 Now he's gone, replaced by Piglet. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying they were like, "Wait, what are we doing? This isn't Pobelter. And then they put in mid midlet. Gotcha. Worked out really well for them. Um, so you called in and you just wanted to hear Niski trash talk North America. I mean, like realistically too. And then also, I wanted to get you both of you guys' opinion too. Like, I know you guys are obviously you know NA guys, but like realistically, do you guys like just this year specifically? Like, if you look at G2, Fnatic, Vitality, Vitality, like, if you just look at, like, all the raw, ta raw talent of their, um, do you think NA can realistically like, match up against them at Rift Rivals? So, I know that I'm going to get, people are going to take this the wrong way, but whenever TL was smashing, I was like, okay, we've got our own G2. Like, look, we've got all these veterans and all this talent and all this stuff. It's going to be sick. Uh, now I'm like, man, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Because it doesn't feel like we have that same story. Uh, it's hard like for me migraine. to... Well, maybe I do. What's wrong with that? 
I think, I mean, maybe I'm too optimistic. So I think the bottom half of NA sucks, and maybe they start figuring it out towards the end of the split. Um, but I thought the top teams looked pretty good. So I'm somewhat optimistic for MSI as an NA fan. I mean, like, G2 actually lost more games than uh, Team Liquid did, despite Team Liquid going on a slump ending 14-4. and G2 ended 13-5. and So, right. you know. But they're also playing... Better teams? Playing, you know, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. But I, I also think uh, if you lost... If you watched how G2 lost some games, they were doing some super boosted shit and, like, hard trolling. So it's hard to say how much of the, that was, like them being overconfident, whereas TL feels more like a real slump, but I don't know. I, I mean, think, uh, I don't think it's it's significantly worse than other splits. Also, right. I gotta say that last year, when I was in EU, EU won <laughs> Rift Travels, and now I'm in NA, so, you know. Wait, were you in NA when, when NA won Rift Travels? Yes. Yes. Oh shit! It just follows Niski. <laughs> that's, okay, that's so then we're that. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, so best... if we lose, it's all your fault. Uh, no. If we lose, it's not my fault. Yeah, that's it is. You're supposed yeah, to bring it. Oh. That's why we brought you. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Fine. Yeah, we brought you back from Europe to win Rift Rivals. Just to, to win, win. A title? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh. All right, Niski. No, 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 it's no, all no. on you. No pressure. Sure, guys. No pressure. Labuda, Mike. Any final thoughts as we say goodbye? That, that's all I wanted. Uh, thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thanks for having me on. Thank Have you. Serious fun. question for Niski. Now that you've been in NA and Europe and NA again, which region do you enjoy more? Well, what's what's the wait? Answer the question, what's Niski. The, wait, what's the reason? <laughs> not the reason but like what's like enjoying mean like enjoying playing the game or yeah the whole you... the whole experience not yeah, just we're... like it's a more competitive you league, could only like, play in one region food. for the rest of your career and you don't make the decision based off of like money or whatever it's like where would you be um i think if i'm in a org like c9 or like a top org and they for sure but if I'm in the lower tiers, probably EU, in my opinion. You'd What's rather nicer about lose being on a in EU team? than lose in I mean, North America? I mean, back when I was, for example, in Envy, and the difference right now, like when I'm in C9, it's like, it's yeah, like another world. But that was pre-franchise. I mean, I didn't play in the EU franchising yet. from the league, so. you know. I mean, I didn't play in the EU franchising, so. It's, I think what he's saying it's not is that it, great. If he's going to be losing, he'd rather lose closer to home. Yeah. <laughs> he has more outlets. <laughs> yeah. Nah, definitely. I mean, uh, to be honest, I think NA. I like the weather more. Like Everybody, see, Mark doesn't want to talk about the weather on the show. Weather is the number one reason why we get imports into our region, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, it's been raining a lot. Our lid sucks. Yeah. Our restaurants are better too, I imagine. Yeah. That's you true. Yeah, that's true. Don't have carving board in Berlin. Yeah. There's yeah. a good restaurant in Berlin though. There's like a before. good restaurant. Well, I'm glad they've got one. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Wrapping up the show. Mark, 
what do you what do you got for us? What do you want to promote? What do you want to put out there? I already did it at the beginning, so I don't really have anything to say. Well, just come up with other stuff. I'll be on the dive, uh, a great podcast. Jesus. Um, you fucking oh, betrayed Wednesday. us. We made fun of that show so much, and now you're like a permanent co-host. Uh, but think about it. I get to pimp out the other one every time. Do you pimp out Hotline League on the dive? Yeah, I mentioned Hotline League last time I was on there. I'm sh- I'm going to do it again. I'm sure something I talk about with Niski will come up on the dive. So I'll be like, oh, on this other great show, Hotline League. Will you say it like that? Nisky. Probably not. <laughs> Bullshit. Bring back chat. All right. Anything else, Mark? Nope. Nope. Oh, we didn't talk about your power rankings. Oh, unlucky. Well, what? how did you do? Uh, I, I don't remember. I need to pull it up. I don't think you put 100 Thieves in last. No, so I know 100 Thieves and FlyQuest are kind of, are, are pretty wrong, but I think those are the only two I got super wrong. Where is this thumbnail, dude? You put up so many fucking videos. Yeah, I put out over 500 a year. <clears throat> and then people flame me whenever one of them is bad. Well, try not to be so bad then. Yeah. All right. I need to pull up the actual standings now because I don't remember. Shit. This is so annoying. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Do you want to cut Niski so he doesn't have to sit Nisky. here and wait for this? What mm-hmm. do you got going for us? What do you want to promote? What do you want to shout out there? Um, oh, man, I don't know what to say. I love Puma. <laughs> what? It says, I love Puma, their sponsor. Oh, oh, shit. I actually, I actually love Puma right now. Yeah? Oh, we're dropping frames. Hello. Hi. F. 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 Um, you love Puma. Okay, what about your social media? Do you stream? Oh, uh, I don't stream much, but one thing is, go follow me on Instagram. Man, I don't have many people on Instagram for some reason. I'll follow you on Instagram right now. I have a lot of people on Twitter, but not on Instagram. Yeah, it's hard to get people to follow you on Instagram. My Instagram is, is like tiny in comparison. You gotta post feet pics. Yeah, yeah. Nah. That's the secret. What is your Instagram? I linked it in the chat already. Niski, LOL. Well, there's yeah. people that listen to an audio version of this. Okay, I'll follow you. Oh, yeah. Will you follow me hey, back? Just... Nice. People you just, on... All you do is you post the pictures that Riot takes of you. Usually, I'm... okay, no flame to LCS, but when I was in LSC, I had so many good pictures I could choose from. And now, when I'm in LCS and I look at the pictures, I'm like, there's only like one good picture of me, so I'm kind of forced. But... Like all seven of your most recent pictures are pictures of you that LCS has taken. Yeah, but they're like, in when I was back in you, I, I could choose between like five or six pictures. And now in LCS, like I have only one or two pictures that are actually looking good. You know? I'm not sure why, but maybe I'm just worse now. <laughs> You're not as important. <laughs> maybe. Your your main picture still is you in a splice jersey. That's true, actually. I gotta change that before I get to play the shit. Yeah. Hey, Jack. 
Look at Nisky's Instagram. I'm looking at some of these brands that are on the Splice jersey. I don't think There's they're no the... Brand, are these the brands that sponsor you right now? There's no branding. There's no brand. No, there's stuff on your sleeve. Scuff. Looks like Scuff. Oh, I didn't know Scuff was giving C9 money. That's interesting. All right, I'm never coming back here again. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. All right. Uh, Mark, did you find it? I did, but I'm lazy. Can I do this another time? <laughs> if you don't do it now, we'll never do it. Just give it super short. All right, I'd say I did okay. I got TL first, C9 second. I had TSM fourth, but they got third. So I'd say anything that's one off is still pretty good. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, so I have one, two, correct. I was one off from third. I had Golden Guardians at fifth, which is what they finished. I had CLG at sixth, but they finished seventh. I had Optic at eighth. They finished tied for seventh slash eight. I had Clutch Gaming tenth, and they got ninth. So what I got Where'd really wrong. Quest? So that's what I was gonna say. The things I got wrong was I had FlyQuest at seventh, and they finished fourth. They tied fourth. So uh, that was pretty wrong. I had Hundred Thieves at third, but so did fucking everybody. Had them in top four. So I don't like whatever. Yeah, I got that one wrong. And then the other thing was Echo Fox. I actually had Echo Fox ninth and sixth. You did better so, than Jack. So I, I got, I would say, I would say I had three things pretty wrong, and I had the rest. Uh, Jack had right. clutch getting second. So yeah, Jack it did that one hard. It's because we got smashed in scrims. All right, uh, that is the show for me. One, please go watch my Playmaker series. The YouTube algorithm is just destroying it, but I think it's actually really good content, and I think you all will enjoy it. That's on my YouTube channel. I also have a vlog up there from Austin. Uh, I'm going to try to stay streaming for a little bit after this, so please stick around. Uh, if you are listening to... If you're watching this show, just know that there's also an audio version of it, which you can find on all the major podcast platforms. And shout out to Alienware. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. But I think that's it. Nope, probably not. Be sure... Okay, Mark. Be sure to uh, tune in next week for episode 69 of Hotline League. There might be some surprises. What? I don't know. I don't have anything. I just I need to get these people okay. to tune in. All right. Thanks, Super everyone. Super cool guest. Bye. Hotline League episode 69. Peace.